Hello everyone, welcome to The Next Step, a podcast which discovers stories about how everyday people shifted gears in their life and transitioned into new career roles. Today we have our special guest, Jimmy Kang. What's up, Jimmy? Hello, thanks for having me. Cool, how's it going your end? It's going good. Chill Sunday. Okay, the theme for today is we want to understand how you have transitioned your career into different roles. Sounds great. Can you briefly describe what you do right now, where you work, and what your role is? Okay. Yeah, so I work at an online education company called education.com. I'm a product manager. So kind of like my day-to-day is I'll work with engineers and designers to figure out, like I'll kind of figure out what products to build. And then I'll work with engineers and designers and a lot of other folks on the team, like customer success, marketing, things like that, to collaborate on building a product and getting it out and supporting it with customers, things like that. Wow, that's interesting. What, what do you define your product as? Um, yeah, it, so like it depends from company to company, but I think like for software product management, like product can be really just like anything, anything that you build that, that like someone interfaces with. So it could even be an internal tool. Like I don't build internal tools, but mm-hmm. some product managers build tools that like people in their company use to make them like more efficient. I personally have always built, um, or at least as of, as of late, I'm building products that are customer facing. So, um, yeah. Cool. So it could be like something the users of your company would like use in every day. It's a part of the flow. Yeah, like I like we have a subscription and so like I'll build like the homepage and I'll build different features that they get to from the homepage. Like our product's really big on content. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to help our subscribers like find good content, um, save content like however they like and then be able to access it later, things like that. Yeah. That's interesting. What were you doing before you were product manager? Yeah, so I'm like, before I got into product management, I thought I was going to do engineering. So I went to like a coding boot camp mm-hmm. um, in San Francisco to learn iOS development. And I was really bad at engineering, but <laughs> I like, I got an app out that was like fun. It was like a game. It was just a simple template thing. So like, I didn't really do much coding myself. I was like watching tutorials and things like that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see like what it was like to get something out. And so, um, but I like realized I loved technology and like mm-hmm. building products. I just wasn't going to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, maybe I could do, you know, product design. So I like, I learned some product design and kind of bounced around, learned some UX design. really enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. And then from there, I just like kind of found out about product management through a career fair at my school. Okay. So I did a, you know, I did a couple product management internships in the Bay. Um, I went to school in Cal Poly, which is like four hours south of the Bay. Um, but I did a couple of product management internships, loved it, and then graduated and got a job in product management. Yeah. Sweet. Tell me a little bit about your school. Like you said, you went to Cal Poly. How was it? What did you study there? And mm-hmm. at what point did you decide, okay, I want to do this boot camp in SF? Yeah, I think like I went to school, I studied business information systems as like my minors, so, like business administration is like kind of the major and then you can concentrate and stuff like marketing, whatever. Mine was information systems, which is like database stuff. I thought it would be more technical than it was and I thought it would teach me like how to build products, but like it was just like really basic SQL mm-hmm. um, that I had to like relearn later. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I don't know, I don't, I didn't find much utility in school. Like I didn't think it was very practical, like, um, mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't think they were teaching stuff that would like help me, and I would turned out to be like right. Like in hindsight, mm-hmm. I would have dropped out. It wasn't. I didn't learn much. 
Um, so like I went to that coding boot camp to be like, okay, how do I actually build a product? Like I want to make an app. So like, how do I actually do it? Right. Like these mm-hmm. people are like, not gonna, you know, they worked at like, I don't know, like some company in the like seventies. And so they, they don't, I don't know, they don't know like modern stacks and modern technologies. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why I went to a coding boot camp and like wanted to get in the game. And like, mm-hmm. even though, I don't know, maybe that like, I, I didn't go the engineering direction. It was like a good step for me. Cause I like got to actually start engaging with like, how do you build real products? Which I think every, like, if you're into technology, like it's just, that's an amazing skill to know. Yeah. After you finished your bootcamp, yeah. what was your first thing that you landed? Where did you get mm. to work for the first time? Yeah, so my first, um, my first internship, like I got, I lucked out. I just went to a career fair and like there was a Workday booth. So Workday mm-hmm. is like an enterprise software company. And mm-hmm. the guy there, um, really cool guy. Uh, we just kind of hit it off as you know and then he kind of was like telling me about product like i was looking for ux internships and like there wasn't really much like you know it's kind of it's these are like kind of old school career fairs and like high tech like there's like some tech companies but it's not like what you would think right it's like mm-hmm. just like i don't know boring companies but like workday is pretty cool so mm-hmm. like i talked to them and yeah he just told me about product we had an interview i got it we hit it off we were both korean i think that's why he liked me <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah that was my first that was my first foray into product and like workday is a huge company you know mm-hmm. like but like i don't know i was tripping out like i had never really had a real job before then and like mm-hmm. they were paying me like you know like 30 bucks an hour and they gave mm-hmm. me an apartment and they like gave me a backpack like all that stuff and like i was in the bay so like it was sweet like i mean all that was cool you know i was like oh dang like mm-hmm. this is a this is a cool path um i also was like kind of frustrated because like like you know, you get all these cool perks and stuff, but it's like a 10,000 plus person company, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, things just move super slow. So like my project was to like build something like really small. It was like to make this tiny user experience improvement. Mm -hmm. And I was like so frustrated because of like how long everyone was like, oh, it's gotta go through this process and then this person's gotta design it. And then, okay, that person doesn't have time. So this person, I'm like, dude, I could do this myself in one week. Like (laughs) I could literally build this myself in one week. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like, but then like, you can't do that. at like, at like a company, you know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. like, you can't just go in there charging and be like, yo, do it my way. Like they have their way of doing it, Mm -hmm. whether or not that makes sense. Like, you know, it's how they do it. So like, like to, in some regard, like when you go to a bigger company, like it's very difficult to like, I, you know what Get I mean? Like have done. a huge impact. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're kind of just like a cog. So like, I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to be at like a huge company, mm-hmm. you know? Was there a moment when, or like an example of an event that happened where you're like, okay, I need to find my next thing. Or did you go through the entire intern process and then decide on your next step? Oh yeah. So like in that one, I was not a good product manager at the time, right? Like I was like really bad. That was your um, first job. My first job. And like, I didn't get a job offer after that, you mm-hmm. know? So like, lo- like some of my friends got job offers. Um, some didn't. I was one of them who didn't get a job offer. I mean, now looking back on it, like I understand, you know what I mean? Like product management is like, if you have a b- bad product manager, like everyone's screwed. Like mm-hmm. nothing's going to get out the door. People are going to be mad. Um, you're not even going to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and then you have to go hire someone else. You could literally just flush a million dollars down the toilet if you have a bad product manager. Like easy, you could easily flush down a million dollars down the toilet. If you just think about like the wages of like designers, like engineers, like you know what I mean, like engineering managers. Like if you yeah. have all the people that are like funneling into like executing on what a product manager thinks, like that's easily a million dollar payroll. So like I had to go look for other opportunities, and like I was lucky. Like I went back to Cal Poly, 
so that was like going into my senior year right and i did another internship like back at cal poly another uh, product management internship Mm -hmm. um so i was able to like get more kind of like immediately get more experience after that yeah so just to be clear so this was even before you started the boot camp you already oh sorry no no so like i did the boot camp like summer after my sophomore year going to junior year oh that summer Mm -hmm. the summer after that i went to work day did an internship there then i came back to school and did an internship while I was at school, another product management internship, yeah. Cool, that's nice. You got some industry background with internships while you were still in the school. Yeah, yep. That's good. Like, when did you graduate from school and what did you find after that? I did that internship, like, at a company in, in Slow, and, like, didn't want to end up staying there. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I graduated and I didn't have a job offer. Like, I was interviewing. So like I went back home for a couple months, like that was scary. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of deal with that where it's like a lot of people like, you know, get, get a sick job out of school. Mm-hmm. Like, but like I was, wasn't one of those people. So like I went home and was like kind of bummed out, but then I was able to just like get back in the game and like I had to do a couple more internships like after I graduated. So mm-hmm. I did one at a gaming company in San Mateo called Roblox, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Met a lot of friends there and like learned a lot. The company is awesome. And then I did one more internship at Udacity, which is where you and I met. Yep. Um, and then, like, there I, like, kind of got my first full-time job offer to be a APM. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And so that kind of also is, like, you know, I've always been interested in education. Like, I think education's messed up, as I said. So, mm-hmm. like, I've, I've been enjoying being in it. Let's get back to a little bit about the product that you are building at um, the current company you're working at. Mm-hmm. Um like let's say you walk in this monday or the tuesday because monday is holiday like (laughs) what is something that you would be working on who are the people that you talk to like what is a product manager life feels like in a day like Mm. like as soon as walking is it like a lot of meetings all over your head or is it like you have your own space talk to other people like who are the stakeholders you work with yeah so i mean like on the meeting bit it's like Yeah, like people try and pull you into meetings all the time, right? And Mm -hmm. like, you just get bombarded with that. Like I just try really hard to protect my schedule so I have time to like think, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if you don't have that time to do deep work and to think deeply, like you can't actually work. You're just in like a rat race. A lot of product managers feel like that. You know what I mean? You're just like a meeting monkey where you just like jump from one meeting to like meeting and like nothing is getting done in meetings, right? Like meetings are the death of productivity usually Mm -hmm. unless they're very well structured and there's an agenda and like it ends once the agenda items are hit like don't go to meetings just straight up don't go um that's at least that's my take on it Mm -hmm. like a typical day like for me is like you know i'll get like a million requests from like customers you know our success team like marketing team my boss someone else's boss like some engineer on another team this and that like there's a million product requests right but like basically i have these goals i have these like we use uh, you know objectives and key results which is like kind of made famous by um by Google, like they weren't the first ones to do it, but they're just like a company that has done it for a while and they've done, do it pretty well, at least from the outside. Mm-hmm. And like, so like that kind of gives us like these high level metrics that we chase. So like, I'm always looking at that data and being like, how are we tracking against these goals? Like usually it's some kind of year over year improvement and engagement for me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm shipping experiments like AB test to mm-hmm. like try and push the needle on that. So mm-hmm. I can understand like, okay, is this thing that we built, is it pushing the needle on engagement? If so, like, let's roll it out to everyone. If not, it's not rolled out. It's like my job is to like figure out which experiments we should run and like in which order, right? So like mm-hmm. I want to run the ones that are like the low hanging fruit, they call it. So like the ones that are like high impact, but low effort, mm-hmm. right? So then I can see like, okay, I think this one's going to be 
amazing. It's going to make people, you know, engage with more content than, and it's like easy to build. Like I'm going to do that first versus mm-hmm. like something that's like really hard to build could also maybe have a big impact. It's like not as attractive because I can't test that quickly. It'll take me like months or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you were saying you have a metric that you would aim for that is existing and then mm-hmm. you would decide the actions to do based on that metrics. Is that correct? Yeah, totally. Like some of the inputs are like not data. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. some of the inputs are just like customers being like, hey, this thing is broken. Like you got to fix it. And for sure we do that. And like sometimes like data doesn't tell you the whole story. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it doesn't tell you like about some unexisting product that you should build. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you may not be tracking a metric that like shows you that or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's like sometimes you also got to do like user research and things like that, where you got to like get qualitative information, not just quantitative. Mm-hmm. But yeah, data is like a great guiding principle as to like, are you winning or losing? But you got to make sure you're tracking the right stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What kind of people do you sub- like, let's say a new graduate is out of the college. Yeah. What is like an ideal background for a person to be like, hey, you, you, maybe you should try product management. This is the thing for you. Like if a person just graduated out of yeah. college or if you see someone like, what are some qualities in them you see? Like, you know, you could be a good product manager. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I don't know. I think a lot of people are like have the misconception that like product managers should like always be in like have a technical background or like something like that. Or like, you know, now it's more popular for like designers to become product managers too. Um, I mean, I think anyone can be like, I think like it's like there's no like one background you have to be. Mm-hmm. I think like the critical skill for product manager is like, can you take in a lot of information and like stay calm and just be like recognize that like you're gonna get in like a hundred times more information than you could ever like actually like understand and like you know what I mean? Like you can't process all that information. You just kind of have to filter it through and like you can't possibly execute on all the things that people are telling you to do. So like. Like, I think it's like the ability to like process that information, stay calm, take it down. Mm-hmm. And then um, like basically be able to prioritize that, uh, be able to like execute on that, be able to be decisive. You know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. people are always coming to you for decisions. Like, should we do A versus B? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Should we do C versus D? Whatever. Right. And it's just like a decision. Mm-hmm. And like the framework that I like to use um, is like at first that stressed me out, like making decisions. You know what I mean? It's stressful. It's like. You could think of it in your everyday life, like, where do we go eat can be a stressful decision. You know what I mean? There's like 90 places that everyone's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And it's like, you know, it's like a burden to choose sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, you're doing that like 100 times a day as a product manager, you know what I mean? So that can grind on you if you don't, if you don't have a good framework for making decisions. And like, one thing that helped me was like this thing that I think like Jeff Bezos popularized where he talks about like one-way doors or two-way doors. And he basically is saying like, if it's a one-way door, it's like very painful to walk back that decision. And it's like very, it's going to be expensive. It's going to take time. Like there's huge consequences if you make the wrong decision. So like in that case, like think long and hard. That's like a one-way door. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like actually think really hard because it's important. Can you give me an example of... Yeah. So like, I mean, I think like, are you going to spend like, are you going to build like this product for a year versus this other product for a year? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, am I going to build like AWS or am I going to build like self-driving car? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you, let's say you do self-driving car and then like, it just like ends horribly, you got to lay off like a thousand people. You know what I mean? That's big stakes. Like Mm -hmm. that's a lot of, that's a lot of pressure. Like that's a big decision. You need to think strategically about that. Yeah. So that's an example of a, of a one way door. Right. Mm -hmm. But like 99% of decisions are not that, you know what I mean? Like 99% of decisions are 
the, what he calls like the two-way door, mm -hmm. which is basically like you can just walk back through the other one and it's not a big deal. An example of that is like, we want to ship this um, new feature where we're bundling content. Like, do we show five pieces of content in that or like eight or like 10? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That decision totally doesn't matter because like A, you can test it, but B, like you can just change it and then do, some, do something else again. It's like inconsequential. It's like you have to be able to be like, this is a really important, expensive decision to walk back or this is like a, doesn't really matter. And like so many people get stuck with the little details that like do, literally don't matter whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you just want to test the like idea, the general direction and let users give you like, you know, you want to collect data to see how it's performing. But like whether it's five or eight or ten, like it's not, it's it's really not a, a big deal. And you can you can make those optimizations later. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like that's the, been the most helpful idea for me as a product manager. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who is able to make decisions in day to day life. Yeah. Quickly, not stressing too much on them. Yeah, and own up when they're wrong. Everyone has an opinion, but like it's so valuable. Like when I'm when I'm going with friends and I'm like. What are we gonna eat? Blah 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 blah. Like you know, it's a, that inevitable conversation. I love. I hate it when someone's like, "Well, what do you want to do?" You know what I mean? But I love it when someone's like, "Do you want to just go here?" And mm -hmm. then everyone's like, "Even if I don't like that place, I'm like, yeah, because like I don't have to make that decision now." Sure. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. that's the value of a of a product manager is like you're not like gophering people. You're just like making decisions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas if an engineer had to like figure out how to build what they're building, if Diane had to figure out what they're designing, and like make all those decisions. That's like exhausting, you know what I mean? It's like you're a decision maker. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I've heard this game theory concept. I think I told you before that yeah. if two people are going out rather uh -huh. than saying like, hey, where do you want to eat? You could be like, oh, I feel like eating probably sushi yeah. or like some Mexican food today. So give a couple of options so the other person doesn't feel stressed out. And if they don't like it, they would say it. Then you could make a decision. So mm. that's interesting. So you, uh, in your journey, like you have done your education, do you think it had like direct impact on the job you're doing? Like, My like formal education? Yes. I didn't learn a lot mm -hmm. from school. I, it would probably be like not accurate to say that like it didn't help me because mm -hmm. like I got my internship through a career fair at my school, yep. mm -hmm. like companies still like, even though it doesn't make a lot of sense, like they like people who graduated college because it's like basically a sign to them that like you can accomplish something or like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it just sets you apart a little bit like mm -hmm. it just versus like a random person or like or not a random person but like someone who didn't go to college like even though like i mean companies have to know like you're not learning anything in school right or like sure. next to nothing unless you're like doing computer science or something but you're not learning like practical stuff that's mm -hmm. like in the workplace like you're just not you know what i mean so mm -hmm. like um but it's just like a, a sign to them that like hey this person's like kind of smart like they got into school and they did it and mm -hmm. they finished it and okay. whatever but yeah so internships were were your like first step to get into this yeah. field you would say yeah and like product i think product management is like i'm not trying to like um brag or whatever but like product management is like not easy to get into mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like because i got those internships it gave me a leg up and i was able to get in mm -hmm. a lot of people try to get in product management for years and don't get in mm -hmm. i got lucky mm -hmm. um so like yeah, I'm like grateful that school did that for me, but it did very little else. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen some engineers transition into product yeah, manager yeah. roles, like yeah. like you said, designers transition into product manager totally. role. Is it something like you could do it on the fly, like get a job in a tech company and then probably learn from PM and then like 
you know, make your own way too. Yeah, that's like my, that's actually like my favorite way that people get into product. Mm-hmm. I think it's very hard to just like be like, I'm in like finance and like, I'm just going to jump over into like product, like not at your own company. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. let's say like you go do finance at Facebook or you go do especially something close to mm-hmm. product where it's like a designer or an engineer or like customer success or like someone where you interface with a product manager on like a daily or weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Then you get to see like, A, like what is that like? Hopefully you get to see a couple product managers because like most mm-hmm. product managers are really bad. But like, hopefully you get to see like a good one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And like, then you can see like, A, is this for me? Mm-hmm. And then like, I feel like that would actually give you confidence because it's like, oh, I, can, I feel like I can do that. Mm-hmm. And you have those relationships with the people who like would be hiring another product manager soon. In, in tech, people come and go so frequently, right? Jobs yeah. open up, it's inevitable, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, if you're like there and you're learning how to do it and like you're reading the books, you're preparing, you're talking with product managers, you're, you're putting yourself there. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be, and you make your interest known, mm-hmm. you're going to be like an option. You know what I mean? And I, I think it's like totally possible to make that lateral move. And I think that's much easier than just like coming in as a product manager because they already know you, you know, like they know yeah. if you, hopefully you have like good work ethic, you're good, you're good communicator. People like you, you understand how products are built. You have good taste, like mm-hmm. you have good design sense, all that. Like if they know that about you, it's like such a de-risk decision versus like, bringing someone in off the street. So mm-hmm. I think that's a, like a fantastic way mm-hmm. to get into product, yeah. Cool. Let's say you were supposed to like hire another product manager for your company and uh, what would be some factors that would be like this candidate is good? If you were interviewing someone, like what would you look for in that candidate? Mm-hmm. What is something you would test for? I think like, like resourcefulness have they done something where it's like the answer was like super unclear and like basically it took a lot of steps or work to like do that like have they done something that shows that they can acquire a hard skill accomplish a challenging goal like stick with something over time that like isn't like abundantly clear how to do it mm-hmm. and they like accomplish something right whether that's like learning how to program or they made a product or they designed something like that those are good signs that like hey they can like do something kind of challenging but I also think just like a sense of humility is like can they be coached can they be like told that they're wrong mm-hmm. and like that's that's another good thing because like as a young product manager you're constantly wrong mm. as long as you're not like so like hard-headed then like you could be you could be improved you mm-hmm. know what i mean and granted you should like be confident in who you are but like you should also be open to like improving you know mm. and then i think another thing is just like is like self-awareness like a good question in product manager interviews is like okay someone you worked with or like you're you know someone you've worked on like did school with or whatever like um what would they say is like your strengths mm-hmm. and then what would they say is your weakness right mm-hmm. like are they aware of what they're not good at and is it like can they be honest about it you know what i mean like if it's like i try too hard like that's bullshit right it's like mm-hmm. i'm too perfectionist. like that's not that's not like you're bragging right it's mm-hmm. like you're not saying something bad about yourself but if it's like oh, like, I cut people off, and, like, I don't, inc- like, my, that's, like, that's, like, my thing, I cut people off, like, I don't include people who I think are very poor decision makers, or, like, get stuck in details, like, I straight up just don't include them on meetings and stuff, you know what I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. like, but mm-hmm. I, like, I get, I get speed for that, but I disclude people, mm-hmm. and then I also, like, don't get that diversity of opinion, so I'm, like, that's what I'm trying to, like, work on, that's, like, a more real answer, where I'm, like, okay, that person, like, has heard that and has like deeply thought about it and is like trying to improve it like that's that's something that's like an intangible that is like insanely valuable i think yeah 
Yeah, it reminds me of one of the interviews for product managers that we were doing and we didn't select someone because they were really nice and then we didn't feel like they were able to like get in a room and get yeah. that decision. Yeah. Versus like we have a product manager at our company who is very calm and still be able to gather all the information yeah. and do it. Like yeah. being aggressive doesn't mean like you just like make the decision no. and go for it. Like you could be of different personalities and still as long as you can make a decision and then convince everyone to march with you, I think they'll be good. 100%. You could be like a introverted person, like outgoing and outspoken, but like some of the best product managers are like super quiet. They'll say the least meetings in the word, but in the, in the room or in the meeting, but they're insanely effective. Like there's no one, there's no one type. You can mm -hmm. be effective. You just have to learn how to like use your personality to your strengths. You know? Sure. What would be your like next step in your career goal? Like what would you do after being a product manager? Like two mm. years from now or five years from now? I think like I want to spend time at like one of the like one of the like top tech companies, you know, mm -hmm. like I haven't spent time at one of those yet. Like mm -hmm. maybe that sounds like, I don't know, like shallow or something, but like, I just think it'd be interesting just to go spend time at like a Google or Facebook or like, you know, an Airbnb or Dropbox mm -hmm. or an Uber, like, you know, and just kind of like brush shoulders with like people who are supposedly like the top of the industry, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, I just think that would be cool. Like, I think that would up my game and like, um, you know, I think I'd learn a lot. Yeah. So like, I mean, I'd love to like go to one of those companies and kind of like be in a kind of a, like a manager position where like I'm like managing like PMs, I get to work on like strategy. Like I never want to be too high level. Like I want to be on the product, you know? And like, mm -hmm. I want to think about strategy. Like what are we doing? Things like that. And I just want to work on products that are like consequential to it. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like I'd love to start a company at some point. I think like I want to learn over the next like two, three, four, five years. And then I'll definitely like at some point start a company. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. You brought that you want to like start a company. Like, is it common like are the qualities common among like people who build their own companies to a product manager where you you literally own like a specific part of the project that you're working on and then building your own company is like you're owning multiple parts of like different products like because a lot of product managers i've talked to like they always say like oh mm -hmm. i want to have my own company is it something mm -hmm. like if a person feels like i want to have build my own company but i just don't know i don't have that idea yet or something yet yeah like should they aim for being a pm to like get to know what what it means to like own a company yeah i mean that, i think that's a great question like i so i, I try started my own company like in college mm -hmm. and i failed miserably you know it was like a mobile app and like mm -hmm. it was to like kind of be like a facebook like a how do i how do i call pokemon it like, go yeah like pokemon go like real time like you would see events on the map and you go to them things like that i don't know it's not like it wasn't a great idea um, but like, yeah. And so like, I, I wanted to go into product to like, basically I couldn't execute on a product. You know what I mean? I couldn't like, I wanted to do every feature and like every feature had to be there before we launched things like that. So like, I don't know, like I wanted to go into product and be like, what do I not know? Like, what do I, you know what I mean? Like how, how come I can't get these products out that are like quality that people like? And so like, if you do want to start a company and maybe like, you don't have that idea right now, like product is a great role to like go and get it. Like, how do you become effective? where like the risks are much lower. If it's your own company, it's like, you're, you're probably like, unless you raise money, like you're not like pulling a salary. 
like it's just like risky you know what i mean if you like if it goes bust like you have nothing to show for like some like you know what i mean like it's it's stressful like you Mm -hmm. gotta like get you get into fights with the people you're working with who are probably your friends things like that it's like very high stakes Mm -hmm. but if you're working like in the safe confines of a company where there's like health insurance and free food and like a 401k it's like free snacks free snacks like you can learn in a lower stress environment Mm -hmm. and then you can take those skills and like go hopefully go start your own company with like a little bit more of a sense of like okay here's how i actually like build products i'm confident in my ability to do that Mm -hmm. granted like i don't believe anything will prepare you for like the the struggle like of starting your own company where like you got to do the accounting you got to do the like c corp you got to do the like you got to lay people off when you make a bad decision and you don't have any money, like all that crap, like nothing can prepare you for that. You know what I mean? Like, unless that's yours. So, um, but I do think product management is like great for entrepreneurs. Yeah. That's interesting. What do you do on your like spare time when you come back home being a PM? What's your stress relief? Lately, I've been into making music. Damn. How's that going? Um, I'm really bad, but I really (laughs) love it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that's why I think it's cool that you're doing this Mm -hmm. because like, like just, just putting anything out there creatively because like, it's so easy to just sit there and consume content all the time. And Mm -hmm. it's very hard to like be a creator Mm because you got to be brave. You got to put your stuff out there. You know what I mean? Like the audio quality is probably not good. We're probably bumbling a lot. Like I probably said too many bad words and whatever. Right. But like you, you get better, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's a start and that's like amazing. So like, I don't know. Yeah. I, what I did was like, I was like, okay, I really love music. Like, I love hip-hop, things like that. So, like, I'm just like, I'm going to make a song every two weeks, and I'm going to release it. And, like, you know, and so far I've stuck to that. And it's been, like, you know, my music hasn't been great. Like, people listen at the office, and they laugh, Mm -hmm. and, like, whatever, right? It's, like, it's not good. I know that. That's not even the point, you know what I mean? It's, like, I understand. Like, I enjoy the process, not because of, like, any external validation. Mm -hmm. Although, of course, like, everyone needs that. Like, it's, like, there's, like, intrinsic, like, enjoyment, like mm-hmm. I enjoy it just for doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I feel like that as a product manager, but like not it like not to the level I do when I'm just like creatively expressing myself in in music. So that's what I that's what I do in my free time. Thanks Jimmy for being on my first show. This will always be the special episode and hope to take more episodes with you soon. Awesome. Thanks yep. for you.